What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith B. This is episode 21, season three of the F Your Feelings podcast, a statement that's actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. And yes, motherfuckers, I did remember the intro <laughs> this time. I saw the comments. I don't like y'all. Just just because a brother was slipping for, for one episode, y'all came at me, but that's all good. Hey, I love y'all, man. I love y'all so much, though. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, as always, Mike's always reading off the the, the metrics of um, every episode and the downloads. Yo, man, we appreciate y'all across the country, across the globe, actually, that's been giving us love, man. So shout out to all our listeners and thank y'all for tuning in. Um, Mike, go ahead and uh, run through who, 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 who actually been listening and well. What are you Listen, shout out, obviously, um, you know, our home base, uh, USA, Florida leads our downloads, uh, followed by Texas, Georgia, Maryland. Uh, and it's not just me, Alabama, D.C., Idaho, Nevada, New York, Virginia, Wisconsin. Globally, y'all listen, we out here. Singapore. Singapore. Shout out to Singapore. Shout out to India. Antigua and Barbuda, forgive me all if I disrespect your country. No harm, no foul. No mean to. Uh, shout out to Spain, Italy, and Vijaystu, Germany. How y'all doing? What? Whoa. What? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, this has come a long way. I mean, this is a, <laughs> truly a blessing to even have the ears of, of those around the world. And hopefully all those that are listening in, you know, you're telling your friends about us, you know, spreading the word. Um, we are, we're a fun group that obviously talks about, about both real topics and, you know, crazy entertaining ones and, you know, always trying to be a blessing to those that are listening to us to either make you smile or, or make you think. So appreciate that, man. And thank you, Mike, for sharing that. And, no problem. With that being said, you know, always got to give y'all some love, man. Shout out to my brothers. We got Mike, Dave, Lo. How y'all feeling tonight? What's good, everybody? What's good? Feeling Straight. great. <laughs> excellent, 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 man. And so, oh, man, I wish y'all could listen to the pre-show. The pre-show is always uh, quite entertaining. It's so interesting, though, because we jump around. I mean, in one minute, we're talking about booty cheeks and BBLs. Then we go to gun topics with, you know, unfortunately, mass shootings and, and kids threatening, you know, schools you know for, for for shootings and you know just a sad terrible terrible topic um or terrible incident that uh we even have to bring up right you know but then we'll jump to like social media and like how people just weird as hell and don't know how to talk to nobody you know and then you know i it, it for me it's it's i i didn't even tell y'all what i was thinking about a topic um you know quoting a, a kanye song and i know uh, mike instantly giving me the look um, you know, real friends, you know, how many of us actually have real friends, you know, <laughs> and the evaluation of relationships. So, man, we, we could jump all over the place tonight, um, you know, and so let's start off with something that we was just talking about, which to me is, um, I don't know, man, it's really kind of pissing me off. And, and I'm just, you know, expressing myself in regards to this particular topic, because now it's starting to manifest and take hold. And for whatever reason, people are supporting these type of laws. And so laws against minority organizations. Um, and it sounded like starting off in Florida and, you know, if, if Florida doing it, I'm sure Texas is going to adopt it or maybe they got already got it drafted up. But mm -hmm. what what is y'all feelings towards this, man? I mean, like, 
I myself was, you know, part of an organization uh, that was centered for minorities, actually multiple ones, um, two that come to mind. Yo, shout out to anybody that's in Nesby, National Society of Black Engineers. Appreciate the love and support. Wouldn't have got my degree without y'all. So I, I'm truly thankful for that. Um, and then um, the other one was En-ROADS. Shout out to anybody who's even involved or knows about En-ROADS. Uh, great organization that helps minority students find uh, uh, jobs in, in, in business and industry. And so those two resonate with me. I could only imagine like being in a state where those two organizations couldn't exist to help students coming up. Um, you know, from from those minority communities that may be under underserved or lacked resources. And so what are y'all thoughts on, on, on these laws that are being passed? Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. And that's that's Florida right now. That's just the, the vibe and the thought process that a lot of people in power have. And the fact of it is representation matters. And what it is, is stripping away the representation. So if you don't have anybody that's in these seats that help you, that help you walk through these situations and, and these experiences, then guess what? Your representation dwindles, which is what is designed to do. So absolutely is, is critical for us to fight harder, to help uh, one another get into these seats and get into these, these spaces where we make real decisions, where we make the laws and not just sit back and, and, and we're complaining and getting upset about them, but actually making making the effort to be in the room um, is, is really how I feel. Is it, is it effed up? It's messed up. Absolutely. We all agree on that. How do we fix it? Well, I mean, y'all know I did this. I, I read these articles and have opinions about this stuff for a living, seem like. But I mean, to me, it's, it's a two pronged thing. You know, number one, this is about political power. It's about political power and expediency. Um, the 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 number one target on the hit list right now is trans people, and that's very. It's on purpose. Because the vast majority of people probably don't even know anybody that's trans. Or if you do, you might not even know that they are trans. Um, a lot of people don't really understand what makes people want to transition or the, you know, the, the, the medical or the psychological, you know, feelings that go into that kind of stuff. And it's, it's not a, a very comfortable, familiar topic for a lot of people. And uh, so you combine that with the whole think of the children narrative. And it's like, oh, you know, we can't have these people, you know, butchering these children, all this kind of stuff, things that, you know, don't really happen in the, the 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 frequency that they make it out to be and this is all being done because fear sells fear gets people elected and you know there's not a lot of folks that are going to stand up and be like no I, I refuse to allow my trans brothers and sisters to be trampled upon because they just they're not invested like that you know there's a reason why they're not really going after uh gay folks like that because you know almost everybody at this point knows somebody or is related to somebody that's gay or lesbian, you know, whatever queer um, version that you're, that you're talking about. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, they're, they're a safe group to pick on. And the, the danger is, is in people standing by and letting all this stuff happen, yeah. they're allowing us to legislate discrimination. And what people don't realize is this is not new. You know, we did it, the Red Scare, the McCarthy era back in the 60s and the 50s and stuff like that, uh, Jim Crow laws and everything like this. 
discriminating in the, the legal system is not new for America. And what people don't get is you let all this stuff go through. You, you can't just reverse this on a dime. Right. And if it can happen to them, it can happen to you just as fast. Because at this point, a lot of these state legislatures have super majorities. And mm-hmm. they decide they don't like you. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you can do about it because they're just going to vote you. They're going to vote it on through. And then that, it's done deal. You could try to tie it up in the courts, but the courts are stacked one way or another. So, um, you know, hey, but as long as your one pet issue is covered, you know, you feel like you don't want your kids to hear about this kind of stuff. People are willing to sell out democracy and uh, democracy goes a lot faster than you can repair it. Absolutely. Absolutely. My question has always been. Um, selective caring, you know, where do people, it it seems like everybody has a place where they land, but I I was talking to Lorenz early in the week and you were talking about this. It's almost like, you know, I I don't know if you've all heard the saying, keep the same energy. You know, a lot of people have energy for particular topics, but then if it's something that doesn't align with um, what you actively believe in or practice, you're like, oh, I'm going to take this one off. But I think that goes back to what is right. And I know I, I know that we've gotten to a place where truth is not truth, right is not right, wrong is not wrong. Everything is a, a jumbled hot mess. But what I'm getting at is if you're if you're legislating for uh discrimination, as Lorenz has pointed out so many times, where does it stop? You know, what is the flavor of the week, the flavor of the month, the flavor of the year? And the other part of it that I think about a lot when it comes to these topics, how much longer are we as a society going to allow politically motivated uh, agendas to influence what we believe is doing right by our citizens? Mm. I think that's where I'm at on that. What do you think? Mm. Well, I mean, to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, Lo, you was talking earlier about mis or disinformation to the communities and do people even care about knowing the actual facts, right? Because like to, to what Mike was just suggesting, people in these political arenas, they come up with their own agenda and they'll just throw some shit out there and be like, hey, you know, this is an issue. We need to stop this. And then everybody just kind of leans in and, and just runs with it. Like, I don't understand it, man. I mean, it's almost like the movie Idiocracy is actually coming to life, right? Like where you have these politicians that to me are more like characters in a movie versus actual like real political figures that can offer, you know, guidance for a community. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, what 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 are y'all thoughts on it? Like to me, it's just it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, we take what these people say at face value and, you know, don't even fact check or even follow up or, you know, I mean, like just randomly like. Like, I mean, not to switch topics, but like, and we can touch on either now or later, but even like the gun topic, right? Like, you know, with guns being obviously an issue in this country. And listen, like, you're talking to gun owners, right? On this channel, like proud, very, you know, adamant gun owners who believe in, in the Second Amendment. But I still am very much in 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 uh, voting for uh, gun laws that restrict individuals that are... Um, I don't know how to say it politically correct, just crazy as hell and have very, you know, outrageous views from buying and purchasing a firearm and then going and, you know, you know, executing a a mass shooting. Like, but something as as polarizing as that, um, 
it it shouldn't be polarizing. Like it should be something that we're like, yes, this needs to happen or this needs to change. But because there are certain individuals on certain platforms coming from you know one side or the other, you know, who says it's not an issue, then now you got like a bunch of people that just buy into it, even though there's facts that say is there is an issue. So I I don't know what it, what are y'all thoughts. Right. That that's crazy. I I was talking to to my wife the other day and I remember that they were used to say a little bit ago alternate truths back with the whole <laughs> Yeah, it's an alternate facts. It's like, it's like, yo, that's that's a lie. They don't care how you look at it. It's like, what what are you talking about? And I think that that's created a culture to now whatever is said, just ride with it. Who cares who who's the challenge? Believe it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Or if 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 my side says this, then I'm just gonna go with it. I might not even like what my side is saying, but just because I'm attached to this group and this is the way that I vote, guess what? I'm just gonna run with they crap instead of fact checking and be like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Why can't we come up with some common sense laws on both sides to where, hey, look, this just makes sense. This is just the right thing to do for humanity. Why why is that such an issue? Because you know what I'm saying? Alternate facts. Like, oh nah, my group said this this what the way it's supposed to go. So I'm just gonna roll with this group, which is a bunch of bull. Like and I mean, you know, Dave, you you in the Twig community. I don't know if you've been seeing the same thing I've been seeing, but um there there's been a lot of controversy over a mm-hmm. simple statement which should should be uncontroversial in that community where uh gun rights are for everybody. Right, that's controversial in that. I don't know if you've seen some of this stuff. There's this uh this one channel that I follow um uh Better Way Two A. You know, check it out if you're you know anything other than conservative leaning. You know, they're about gun rights. They have some kind of like pro two A stuff that's a little bit far from me. But by and large, they're just like, hey, you know, all the the black gun owners that got in at the George Floyd, uh, trans people that want to arm themselves, gay folks that want to arm themselves, women that want to arm themselves. They're like, hey, you know, everybody should be able to arm themselves according to the Second Amendment. But, you know, you have a lot of people in, in the traditional 2A community that are like, hey, you know, we, we can't allow the enemy to be armed. And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I thought the Second Amendment was for all U.S. citizens. These are all U.S. citizens. Like what? Like they're saying the quiet part loud, basically. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing, though. We, that's where we come into where education is key. Liberty and justice for all. That, hey, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the liberty come from me having, <laughs> and my freedom come from me having my thing, right? I mean, let's not get it twisted. What was the NRA? What did they come on the scene for? They was about passing, what was it, the uh, the Mulford Act over in California? Right, when yeah, the Black Panthers mm-hmm. marched on the state capitol, they 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 went up in there, occupied the state capitol with loaded long on guns and everything like that. NRA worked with the state government to get open carry banned just like come that on. because it was like hey the wrong people got them so we can't we can't fuck with this come on and and, you know, and let's let oh go ahead go ahead sorry i just want to jump in real quick so something that you you mentioned like liberty freedom justice for all i i can't remember who i was talking to or it might not even have been a conversation it might have been like either a podcast or or an interview i was listening to of a of an an individual who was um an immigrant into our country and at least for the black community in specific, he said that um, black Americans aren't really true Americans, that we're almost like second class citizens. Right. Um, 
mainly because if you look at the history and the laws and what it took for us to even have rights and be able to vote and, you know, even the events after that, right? Like, you know, when the when the North pulled out of the South and, and how Jim Crow and Reconstruction. And so, you know, it, it, it's just interesting that, you know, we're, we're talking about um, Second Amendment and laws and, you know, the, the, the freedom to be able to do things. But to your point, the NRA, you know, or, or people who support the NRA may not feel like, hey, we want um, black people to own, you know, firearms or, or even any other minority group that is technically an American, right? Yeah. They see us as mm -hmm. the enemy, even though we are American citizens, even though you see representation of us in the military fighting for anyway. our country, I anyway. argue all the time, name me a war we wasn't in. You can't, you can't, I promise you can't, you wouldn't even won the first one without us. So in the discussion, but yet you still see us as the enemy. But so, here's, here's something that's cl clutch, though, man. Whenever we start talking about firearms and situations like that, firearms literally equate power. An old school head told me one man with one gun can control 100 people without one. So, you know what I'm saying? With, with, with looking at it like that, that's the reason why in a lot of our communities, firearms were villainized. So therefore, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a matter of control. So and that once wasn't you, even always the thing, because that only happened after the civil rights era. Come on. When they come when on, they all the crack into into our communities. Well, the treasonous era. Let's be clear. The treasonous era. Now let's let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? But that that's the that's the that's the hard part about it because you had back in those days like the deacons of defense. Even whenever you look at Tulsa, um, the Tulsa riots, the only places that didn't get tore up was a lot of the churches that was around there. Guess why? Because they had firearms, they had weapons, and they could defend themselves. And it's so, not even just a black white thing because you know you no. think about the the, the race wise over in California. Um, the Koreans back when it was beef between black people and the Koreans, they was up on the roofs of their businesses with guns. Come on. So and and that's that's where it breaks down to what like for real. That's what it's about. Whenever we start really talking about it, it's about power, bro. It's that that's what it leaks into. You know what I'm saying? If if if, if they know that I got you know weapons in here, semi-automatic shotguns, and I know how to use them, and I'm surgical with it. Guess what? You gonna think twice before you come up in my my spot. You gonna think twice before you mess with me. And I mean, let's not get it twisted. You know, I know we're talking a lot about you know self defense and power and everything like that. But at its most basic level, the fact that we're having this conversation means that as a civilization, as as a nation, we failed each other. The fact that we're having to defend ourselves against not exterior threats but each other means that the social contract has failed. Because, you know, this should not be the, the original, con, you know, context of the Second Amendment was not that, oh, you know, I need to be able to overthrow the government in case I don't agree with them. Or, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that was that was kind of a between the lines reading of it or that I need to be able to kill somebody. As, you know, in my, no, we had the whole point of this whole civilization thing is that we have police forces and the government that handles conflicts between citizens. That whole thing, the second amendment was supposed to be a well-regulated militia so that we could defend ourselves against external threats. Right. The fact that we're sitting around here having to be worried about our neighbors, <laughs> we've really screwed the pooch in this country, quite honestly. Which, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what, though, man, like the, the, for real, though, um, 
even just changing the narrative now, and and I, I always love to look at like the situations with firearms now, and educating our people, getting away from even. I'm not even big on the like self defense. I'm more recreation. The more recreational shooters we have, the better defended we are. You know what I'm saying? Because recreational shooting, if we're doing it correctly, transition to muscle memory and defense shooting. Same difference. It's just different settings, right? And having the knowledge and having the mentality of when something happens, okay, this is what I can, this is what I can't do. This is, once I start letting these things go, I can't control the situation no more, right? And having that type of knowledge and that type of wherewithal and it takes the boogeyman effect from our community, which has been pushed. Also, it spreads out. It it it, it makes it more appealing to everybody to be to become more um, proficient. Exactly. With, with with what's going on, because right now, the truth be told, with everything that's going on, the bad guys don't care where they get guns from. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that's stopping them jokers. Is somebody that's proficient with their thing and they coming up and not scared to use it against whatever they got going on. Exactly. I agree. But I mean, you know, there's there's also limits to that argument as well, because it's like, you know, if you're in Walmart minding your business, even if you strap, you know, if somebody come in there with the intent to do you harm, uh, you know, modern firearms are devastatingly effective. You can yeah. get multiple people before somebody can put the threat down. Oh, yeah. So it's like the whole like good guy with a, with a gun is going to stop a bad guy with a gun. I mean, yeah, but that's that's not a solution to where we are. Uh, and honestly, bro, I, I I agree with you. That's that's not the solution. But right now, I, man, like what what else can you do? I mean, you got to start addressing some of these issues. You know, it's like the whole reason why I say we're in this whole thing is because there's there's a lack of trust in in the police, the government's ability to protect ourselves, a lack of trust in in our fellow citizens that they you know see us as human. You know, yeah. come back to the original um the original thing that got us on this topic was like you know LGBTQ discrimination, these laws being passed against trans people. You know, if I'm a trans person and all these laws being passed and people are throwing this vitriol and violent speech at me, of course I'm gonna try to protect myself. So it's like the, the fact that democracy and just the, the social contract of we're going to try to treat people decently and not infringe upon each other's rights and, you know, the ability to participate in society. You know, it's, it's, it's an arms race at that point when, when you take a, when you take that away from one group of people, because you take it from one group of people, there's nothing to stop you from taking it from anybody else. Everybody democracy knows. is not democracy is not an accident. You know, it, it doesn't just happen. You know, this this is something that everybody has to participate in and we have to safeguard it. Like, you know, it's not something that you just decide we're not going to do this one day, because as soon as this becomes not a democracy, it don't just flip back on, on the next election. Oh, no. Nah. And I, I totally agree with you. I promise I do. The only thing about it is you got. I, I'll say it like this. I think it's more of a mental health issue. That has been passed down through generation from generation to generation, because it's 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 something really sickening about somebody sitting there watching somebody burn, right. uh huh. And like that stuff was handed down. That stuff never went away, right? So you still got that same type of hatred, but now you got that same type of hatred sitting in these different seats. 
making decisions. That's been passed down for years. And until you could deal with that and, and actually get those type of mentalities to see pe- people as being human beings and treating people as human, then we, we got the same problem. Because truth be told, it's a sickness. Right. America got a sickness that it has forever been afraid to deal with. Right. Yeah, racism. So it's interesting because the way you just kind of proposed that is that racism is a mental health issue. <laughs> people, or, or, ain't, people ain't sick. They, don't they ain't right, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it, but you know what's sad is that um it's it's now don't get me wrong, it's 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 plaguing our country. But then it's it's evidence of it all across the world, unfortunately. Oh yeah, and um, and I just think it's ironic that uh, it just happened to be where colonizers were were settled. But I'm not gonna poke that bell. You know, I'm not gonna poke that bell. But to your point, man, no, it's it's definitely a a heavy topic, man, and and it's something that I would love to see in our generation, in our lifetime, um, you know, be resolved. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I always tell people, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I believe in the mortal sins because, you know, if you watch kids, kids are, are, are adults at their rawest form. Oh, man. And, Come uh, on. You know, just Come being on. real. Yeah. And so a lot of them are, you know, me, mine, I, you know, I want this, me, that. And so I, I do understand that. But at the same time, I don't think hatred is something that is born in a child. Mm-mm. And And hatred to me has to be taught, you know. And so... It's sad when I see it, even in our generation and even in my child's generation, where you're starting to see some of the negativity towards a particular group uh, get brought up. And and that is something that I really, really hope when, um, you know, our country becomes Fifty Shades of Brown because it's happening. I'm just telling you, <laughs> I, see, I see a bunch of mulatto people running around playing like this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hatred hatred is taught, but the core of hatred is fear. And fear is, that's, that's instinctual. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. But, but see, here's the thing, though, man. And, and, and the funny thing about it is, it's just dinner table talk is, is li- literally coming to the forefront now. Back in the days, it was, it was just them talking about it at dinner. Now it's not, not dinner talk no more. Now it's dinner talk have become actions, like everyday public displays of just hatred like even my neighbor we and him was just talking today he got a little 11 year old kid and the kid out there shooting basketball and you have some teenagers ride by f you spit you know what i'm saying like and in our neighborhood it, it, it ain't never been nothing like that you know um that's not even surprising to me though because they've been on the internet with that same energy this whole bro. time it's, 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 and, and you know you you think that you shielded from it for some at, at, for, to some degree, but nah, you you really not. It's like everywhere, and it's like ah, that's how you feel, huh? <laughs> you always felt that. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that's changed is they bold enough to say it out loud now. Agree. So that's why even like that. That's why I am how I am, bro. Like like so, you, y'all know me. I don't, I don't have no ills. It's nobody. But if you sh- act a fool. Some situations I, I'm walking away from. It's like, man, it ain't even worth it. But whenever it comes to threatening me and my family, and it's at my front door, man, I'm, hey, look, I'm ready to lay mine down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. My my breath means absolutely nothing when it comes to my family, bro. 
But I mean, that's the danger of these laws that we're talking about and everything. It's, it's a combination of the laws that's that's you know vilifying a certain set of people, and also right. the other set of laws down in Florida are the ones that are outlawing the the history, the teaching of the history of discrimination and racism, and uh, you know sexism in this country. And it's like a big part of the reason why people feel comfortable driving by and saying that kind of stuff because they don't know nobody that fits you know that that ethnic group they don't have no friends they're not in, they, you know you, you you don't have any empathy for any of those people bro you i ain't even lie to you some of these jokers they they family is hispanic <laughs> some of these jokers they like for real they they got his hispanic descent <laughs> so clearly they, they don't down 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 so that kind of speech leads because if you if you're comfortable enough to say it you're comfortable enough to act act on it and if you don't know where this has led our country in the past, then it's like, well, you know, this is just a game to me. I don't, you know, I don't care. You know, and I ain't, I ain't trying to go after nobody group. You know what I'm saying? But I, some, I, I ran into some, you know, individuals of the uh, Hispanic uh, or uh, uh, origin. They, 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 they had a Candace Owens too. You know, they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, they they, they 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 think that uh the majority for them and, and they and they lean in on it and, and they buy into it so well know, racism is not a uniquely American thing by any stretch of the matter. You know, it's colorism and discrimination. Even over you know, Correct. back in Africa between yeah. tribes, there there was beef between different groups of people. You know, they, they have their own flavor of it because it's the you know, talk about, you know, Central, South and Caribbean people, uh, you know, they have African roots. There's Afro-Latinos, Afro-Caribbeans, and that kind of stuff. And uh, let's talk about Haiti and the Dominican Republic for a second. Absolutely. You know, that's, they're the same, same people on the same island. But, uh, you know, you say that, and it's very controversial. <laughs> oh, extremely. extremely. And there's history behind There's a ton of history behind that. I, I just wish we could figure out a way to make people realize, man, treating each other like humans is a lot more beneficial than looking at me as looking at each other as enemies, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause it is it's not many people it's it's a selective few that runs everything in this country and it's a lot more of us than them. I mean that's what I'm saying, you know, the, the a pluralistic democracy like what the American experiment is supposed to be is probably one of the most difficult things that you can possibly pull off because it is not natural for people to treat people in the out group that are not like them the same as the people in the in group that that is not natural human behavior and it takes work Life it does life. it does but what i'm saying is like at least for my own personal experiences what i what i've um at least coached within the uh, erg that i have on my job is that if you're willing to have a conversation to mm-hmm. open up and and become uh transparent about uh, personal um, events or or uh, personal uh, traits of your culture, you'll be surprised how much you actually have in common with someone who doesn't look like you, right? And I think that's what really drives it, right? Fear, you know, my, my pops used to tell me fear is, is the acronym false evidence appearing real. Most people fear what they don't understand and they don't have any knowledge of. And so it's right. natural naturally to attack something that you don't know what that is. Like, like, bro, like if, if you walking through your house and you see something move and you know, it ain't your wife, your kid or a relative instantly you going after it. You feel me? And that's kind of how it's like in this country. Like, you know, I mean, now with us, 
they know who we are, but unfortunately, they don't. They don't like how the the, the dynamics of blacks or African Americans, um, or descendants of African Americans, have has transcended, and now you're starting to see us, um, you know, kind of evolve. But nevertheless, that's a whole other topic. But for any other minority group, you know, especially those are that are immigrants, they they attack them as soon as they come in. Like especially like let let one move into your neighborhood. You feel me? Look at how the how the actions. Look at how the treatment immediately starts to be centered and targeted towards a group a group or a family and so if 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 people would take the time to sit down you know kind of like the, the the lie that they paint with the with, with thanksgiving but if, if 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 you sat down at a dinner table and actually had a conversation right and shared thoughts ideas culture cultural traits and became transparent opened up you were you would be shocked how much we actually have in common with one another Versus what we have that's different. Let me take it a step further. Uh, I don't know if you all are familiar with the, uh, it, it was a story that came out, I believe in January. It was about, um, it was from the state of New York, uh, Shelter Island to be specifically. There was an initiative to create a program, to implement a program called Cross the Line. It was designed to make students aware of differences and similarities and teach them tolerance for others. The aim was to develop empathy for those who differ uh, from them in thoughts and deeds, according to the superintendent. This particular program caught the ire of parents at the school board uh, and at the, excuse me, the ire of parents and at the school board meetings, parents were absolutely outraged that their children were in this type of program. They did not want their children to be a part of this program because they felt like teaching empathy was something that should be taught at home. Mm. Where it's not taught at all <laughs> mm. so check it out if you get a second uh the program is called cross the line the story comes from the shelter island reporter very very interesting story you know right right no yeah we'll definitely definitely do that I'll definitely it nah what they don't want to do is have the real conversations about how Mimo and uncle buck was down at you know what i'm saying these burnings and all of these other different situations Exactly. I don't have that conversation. That's too uncomfortable. Mm. It is, man. And so let's let's use this to to transition into our next topic, right? So, um, in the pre-show, we were talking about technology, some of the positive impacts uh, of it on our lives, maybe even some of the negative impacts. Um, you know, obviously, social media being one giant one. Um, there's so many different avenues we could go in when it comes to technology and how it's changed throughout uh, our, our history in the States and, and, and throughout the generations. Um, I know Mike, you were, you were kind of mentioning like how certain, certain technology, you know, we remember when it got introduced, right? Like I remember, you know, and I know I, I, I still consider myself young, but I, we were in college when the iPhone came out and I remember saying to myself, who the hell going to pay $600 <laughs> For a cell phone, right? Because back in the day, if you had a sidekick, nigga, you was balling. Like, you like, got no keyboard, right, bro, bro? I had the flip phone that was uh, it wasn't even Sprint back then. What was what was it? I can't even. Uh, T-Mobile. Maybe, nah, I ain't. I went on T-Mobile. Uh, bro, was it Bell? Bell something? Bell South. Bell South, bro. I think I had Bell South with wow. the T nine text. Y'all don't even know, listen. Hey, shout out to anybody that's that, that was born, born before 88, because that means you know what T9 is. Most people don't even know what T9 is. And so 
you know, technology has has exponentially grown throughout um, the last few years, man, in our tech in our society, and I, I see some of the great impacts of it, but also see some of the negative impacts. Like people can't talk to people. Mike was just telling me he was at a wedding. You know, you know, ladies on one side, they they dancing. All the men, you know, back in the day, we used to like, you know, approaching a young lady. Hey, how you doing? Let me holler at you. Holla, 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 holla. You know, you know. Let me get it. Let me get your number. Let me get some digits. You know, meet up on the weekends. Now these brothers were standing in the corner dancing with themselves, and we like, whoa, what's wrong with this picture? Do we not know how to talk to each other no more? Like, do we not know how to interact with one another? Can we not? Like, I mean, he even gave a scenario where instead of like going up to a young lady, he he, someone took a recording of someone, posted it on the internet. Hey, everybody on TikTok, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, help me find out who this is. Bruh, you standing right next to her. <laughs> Just ask who she is. Right. Ask for her Hello, name. Like, how are you? My name how, is. Exactly. And so, it, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, what are y'all thoughts around this? Like, technology has impacted us in a good way, in a bad way. Is it more good than bad? What, 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 what's everybody's feelings on it? I, man, I ain't even gonna lie to you. That's that's kind of stalkerish to me. <laughs> that's like creep. Like you know what I'm saying? You gonna ask somebody else? Yeah, right. Define this woman that you standing next to. So different, dog. Bro, what? What? The? And see, and I'm 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 from the generation where like, listen, like I would be like on the street driving behind somebody. Let's say a bad one walking down the street, bro. I remember back in the day, brothers would pull over. Stop yes, traffic sir. and be like, hey, hey, girl, hey, oh, hey, hey. let me talk to you. Get you out the car, hey, hey, hey. yeah, hey, hey, come here, come here. Like, I just want to be running, yeah, nigga. You got eight cars behind you, backing up traffic, you everybody blowing their harm. He trying to get that number, but, 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 but that's not the case no more. It's crazy. Uh, I, I don't I mean, get you know, it. There's, there's, there's room to, to you know refine the technique a little bit because right. you know that that's it's a little bit problematic, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but your general point is it's like you did. There's a big gulf between like hollering people on the street and being like, hey, let me record somebody without their consent and then put the whole internet on fine, not doxing them basically and tell me all the information so I can DM them and get ghosted. <laughs> Bruh, like, I, I promise you, if somebody did that to my daughter, I would be ready to break his neck. I, I'll be ready to, you know what I'm saying? I'll be after this cat. Be like, who is this? Let me don't put my daughter all over the world <laughs> just to figure. You were standing right there and say something. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Like, back in the days, see, I'm I'm older. Back in the days, you used to try to highlight the baddest one just to get to know so you practice on your game, so you get it shot. Do it next time. You're like, I bet I messed that up. Okay, now nah, let me let me run this thing back. And then you keep on going, and then you get one. She's like, yeah. Then you like, oh, yeah, all right, that worked. That worked. We good. And then, yeah, bro. But you know they, what? They bro? to get no. This just kind of and it, it kind of lined with uh, Mike. You said something earlier about men. Why aren't men still men? You know what I'm saying? And and and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. The fear of rejection now is is beyond like bro, like I know, like at least for me, and I'm just keeping one hundred. Like that first girl I asked out, like it took a lot of courage, right? But you know, and it, and it didn't go well. She said no, or actually, she said, "Hey, you know, I'm talking to somebody else." You know, I'm sorry. That was nice. 
But once, but one, right? I don't know if she was lying, tell the truth. I don't know. But once it happened, you feel me? Like it's like, okay, I got, yeah, I got. Yeah. Right. It's like I ain't got nothing to lose now. Like, like I'ma just, you know, if it, if I get shot down, hey, let me check it. my body parts. I'm still here. I'm still me. I'ma just keep it moving to the next one. But now this fear of rejection, bro, and like like the to have the strength to 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 go up to somebody and to not know what they're gonna say, how they're gonna react. Like I, I saw a whole episode. I think I was watching um yeah, what's the show on Amazon Prime with, with, with the four uh, uh, black women? I can't remember. Um, insecure? Nah, it's not Insecure. Uh, Harlem? I can't think of it. Harlem. Yeah, it's Harlem. Harlem had an episode where Brad literally had to look up uh, one of the girl. One of the girl, I think it was Megan Good. He did a look her up, found out what she liked, what she don't like, just to get the confidence Crazy. to approach her. What? You know what I'm saying? That's that's insane, dude. That's right. insane. First and foremost, I ain't got that kind of time. Second of all, like, bro, like, if 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 it took all of that, then I, I really think you should seek out, which I'm all for, mental health and, and therapy to understand why is the fear of rejection such a a, a bro, strong resonating topic. You know, you know what you it think? feels like. You know, just sitting here talking about it. You remember how, like, when we were, you know, young, young men, that kind of stuff, high school, middle school, whatever. You know, there was the one dude, and it was probably me when that back then. Let's be honest. Um, that was just like deathly afraid of if interaction, you know, talking to girls and that kind of stuff and don't know, just very awkward, socially awkward and insecure about everything. It feels like that, but it's everybody now. And, and that was a, that was really the point of the topic. The topic is um, more along the lines of, are we afraid of everyone and everything? But I want to take a quick step back. Um, I even think about the extreme cases of, uh, I'm going to use the word holleration. Mary J. Blige say it's a word, so it's a word. Extreme, <laughs> case, <laughs> extreme cases of holleration. You know, there are situations in real life where I've seen this with my own eyes. You know, a person approaches a young lady. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, can I get your number? She says, cool. Dude picks up the phone, calls it right now to make sure it's the real number. Cause we've seen a lot of situations where it goes left, like tragically left, you know, we, we've seen that. There was a situation uh, recently where, um, you know, God bless their family, where a young lady had gotten shot, you know, the the the, the one in Alabama, the, the was it the, the athlete? I forgot the, the situations around that story. But anyway, then you think about extreme cases where people have developed fantasies about a person that they've never met or never interacted with to give themselves the confidence. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm only going to say this because he said it on Twitter. Can we talk is a stalker anthem. I know everybody loves it, but when you think about the lyrics, it's about stalking. He said, last night I I saw you standing and I started pretending (laughs) that I knew you and you you knew me too. This dude created a whole world in his mind about this young lady that he's never even said hello to. Parasocial relationships. Yes. Streamers. That's Can We Talk. But I know everybody's like, oh, you know, the song is great. But I never really read the lyrics and thought about it until then. So the re- the, re- the reason I hit the technology aspect of it, because think about it, you know, in 2023, a lot of us have connected things in our home. And I'm only going to pick on myself. Yeah. You're not going to walk up to my house and I don't know you're there because I know. Facts. You're not going to ring my doorbell and I'm not know you're there because I know. I know everything that's going on in my house without me even being home. Is that is that fear? Is that preparedness? 
is that conditioning? You know, how do we get to this place? When you walk outside, you can go any situation. Somebody has an earbud in, earbud, a headphone, something connected to their physical person. You know, back when I was coming up, it was kind of, and y'all probably remember this, you know, it was a big, it was a big confidence, self-esteem thing. Oh man, you take yourself out to lunch. You know, you go out to lunch by yourself, have a nice time, go to the movies alone. I've never had an issue with that pre-phone, so it wasn't a big deal to me because I don't care. But I remember a lot of people talking about investing in different ways to love yourself and doing things like that. But now it's like, I gave us, I gave an example in the pre-show. One of my closest friends, he and I have been talking through like, uh, you know, text type apps, like, you know, WhatsApp type situations off and on, you know, for the last 15 years. So when we physically talk on the phone, I'm like, hey, is everything good? Everything okay with your family? You know, you cool? Like, it was, oh, man, you know, I just called you because I was driving. So, but, but what I'm saying is you can literally have interpersonal relationships with people and never physically talk to them or never physically be in their presence. How did we get here? Uh, yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, well, I, Lo, you, you want to say something? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, bro, like, I think a lot of it has to do with Again, social media um, and technology. Like I think about when MySpace came out, think about Facebook. Um, you know, it almost we're almost living in like an avatar state, right? Where like we have to live through these these uh, medias to to project to everyone that we're living life. And so once you start doing that, and that's your main form of communication to the public, then at this point, now the social part, the actual face-to-face interaction part starts to diminish. You know, I mean, it's at a point now where like, you know, and I ain't, you know, I, I ain't knocking anybody who is about it. Like, you know, if, if you like to post, cool, man, you, you post. But more people now are, to me, posting every single detail of their life and, you know, to, to broadcast to the world, look at me, look at how I'm living, look at what I'm doing. But then you're willing to share all of that to, to everybody but then you can't even get in a room and just do a, a simple introduction. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, social media is, 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 is a double-edged sword. It's not intrinsically a bad thing. But um, I think the big problem is it's not, it's not a neutral medium. Like, this isn't just a tool that's out there to be used. Like, these, these social media sites and a lot of this technology is specifically designed to maximize user engagement because you are the product. Just throw it out there for you. anybody who's on the internet. If you're using a service for free, whatever it is, you are the product. I mean, advertising dollars is what you generate for the people that own the product. So it's like, you know, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, you know, these kids that are growing up now, you know, we have the benefit of having existed before a lot of this stuff happened. So we have the context of what it was like before it was, you know, kind of a thing, but they're being thrown into this world where you have these, these social media programs and these algorithms that are designed to, to tweak the, the chemical responses in your brain yeah. and make sure that you stay on it as long as possible. And they have, you know, us as adults, we can kind of deal with that. I get stuck and I have to get myself out of it. Young brains, young kids, they have they have no defense against this stuff. And this is not an original idea that I'm expressing. This is something that I heard somewhere else. And it made sense because this is a young person saying this. And it's like, hey, um, they don't have any other context. Like for them, yeah. The 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 portrayal online is reality. Right, right. And, and that's what I was getting at. Um, we are all at an age where 
we did not feel the pressure to be our online personas. I think these young people really feel that, hey, I'm that person on IG, TikTok, whatever. I am that person in real life. Or I have Whereas to be that person. You have to yeah. be that person. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel that pressure. I am a different person on every site. Intentionally. I don't I don't care. I still believe that this version of me is the best version of me, the real life version of me versus my online persona. Absolutely, man. And I, I think that that's, that's the key, though. A lot of people, like especially these kids, can't separate, you know what I'm saying, social media from reality. It is a reality. The convenience, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, nah, every, everybody that's posting for the gram ain't got it like that. A lot of that stuff is rented. A lot of that stuff is Airbnb. It's, it's a persona. It's a facade. It's for you to look at yourself, con- comparison analysis. It's like, yeah not so much what it what like for real like now i don't even really post like that the only really i, I post a car because i'm in a car club outside of that i don't really post no more it's just like now nah, I, I don't want everybody in, in, in my space like that at this point because i don't want nobody else comparing you know what i'm saying what i'm doing to them no i'm, I'm living in that moment i want to be where my feet are i want to be with my family for real like, I don't want to be worrying about, hey, let me take this picture for the gram and post. Nah, I'm living it. I'm enjoying this moment. And I think that people get so caught up in that whole social media, Instagram world to where that's their whole life. I mean, you just said it. I mean, at this point, you know, it's not for us. It was something that we have to get away from, you know, for this new generation that grew up and this was this was the world. They literally have to that's learn yeah. that real life. And that's yeah. that's crazy, man. Like to even Sorry. think think of it like that. You know what I'm saying? Your life is so altered and, and fake to where you gotta really figure out what real is. Right. Yeah, dude. It's 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 insane, man. I mean, again, and and, and you know what's crazy, it's affecting so many different areas of people's lives. Like, you know, and I know maybe even about to touch on the uh, topic that I had with real friends, but you know, I was talking to my coworker and, and even from a dating perspective right now, I've, you know, I've been married for 11 years, so I'm out of the game. Congratulations. Yo, thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, he was, uh, he was telling me how not even Instagram, not Facebook, bro, LinkedIn, people getting to the point now. Bro, it's insane. Oh, I'm going to look you up on LinkedIn, right? I'm going to find where you work, your title. <laughs> then I might jump on Glassdoor. Stop it. And I'm probably spitting game. And somebody somebody t- on, on listening right now about to go start taking notes. <laughs> I'm going to look you up on Glassdoor, see that salary range. And based off of what that number comes we going to talk. <laughs> that's when I'm going to be like, can I talk to you? <laughs> Bro, like it's crazy, though. Like, oh, like, come on. I mean, if you have these tools available to you, why not? I need to hear nobody else. Come on, man. Hey, this is weird, Come man. Come on, dog. <laughs> Bro, like, in the words of Boosie, come on, man. Like, like, I look like trying to go on four, five, six, seven days trying to, oh, what you do for her? How much money you making? All this stuff? I can just hit LinkedIn and know everything. I need to know whether I ain't waste my time. Bro, yeah. what just happened to being in Walmart and seeing a beautiful young lady be like, hey, you're absolutely stunning. What's your name? 
Hey, my man. Name is hey, look. <laughs> my name is David. I was just listening to it. It's like, hey, bro, all of us ain't got it like that. Dave, I mean, maybe you could do it like that. Me, I'd be on the list or with my, my face back behind customer service talking about don't let this nigga in no more. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, maybe y'all find niggas get away with that kind of stuff, hopping and Target and Whole Foods and that kind of stuff. But I got to keep it. I, I can't do that. <laughs> well, it's just, it's crazy though, bro. Like, that's even going on. And like I said, it's touching on my topic. With real friends, like, bro, like, how do you really know who for you? Like, one reason why I really don't post a whole lot is because of that. Like, I really try to keep a low profile, bro. I don't tell nobody what I do, you know, where I live, what I drive. Like, you know what I'm saying? For that reason, because you never know who in your corner just to either take advantage of you or maybe, maybe they see you as competition yeah. and they trying to size you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's, it's sad, like, you got to think that way, or or at least for me. I, I know, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I feel like I do suffer from paranoia sometimes. But nevertheless, man, it's it's so hard to really evaluate relationships at this point because you don't know who been casing you. You feel me? And I mean, you know, on social media, it's hundreds of people that you got to worry about. Where You know, it's not a new dynamic, but, you know, back in the day, it was people in the office, a couple people at church. That's about it. Now, you know, you got four, five, six hundred friends. That's a lot of people to sort through. It's crazy. Bro, like, and, and that's the reason why I keep my circles super small, bro. Because, like, if we can't celebrate each other, when, you know what I'm saying, we up, and then, you know what I'm saying, when we down, if we can't reach it, hey, look, bro, I got you. Don't even sweat it. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. Yo, bro, I'm praying for you for real. Like, I ain't, I ain't just saying that. Like, it's, it's it's genuine love. If we ain't got that, bro, what we talking about? Like, you know, if, if we can't be like, yo, on some for real family building type stuff, then what are we doing? Like, and that's just me. And I, I know for a fact, that's how it's like, yo, that whenever we start talking, it's like, man, look, I, Hey, I'm, I'm effed up. I'm, I'm having a, a, a ill day. Oh, bro. Let's just go and get it. Huh? Yeah. Right, now you trying to be more destructive and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in a worse position than, than I started in now, bro. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, man, you know, the reasons, at least for me, why I, I despise social media some days is because it, it it gives you that platform to compare yourself to someone else, right? <laughs> to look at what somebody else doing. And then instantly you start trying to line up. And if you don't meet the comparison, that now you have a negative, you know, thoughts or impact on how you're feeling about yourself. And, you know, you, you should never judge your worth based off of somebody else's measuring stick, you know, Mm-mm. and it's, it's, it's toxic, man. So, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, I know we just jumped on a bunch of negative things for technology, but I know, you know, there's a lot of positives, um, you know, and to, to that extent, you know, I'm, I'm a big person when it comes to automation. Like I love, having the synchronization of, you know, phones and, uh, you know, my security system and then my car, like, you know, I even bought the little air tag joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, like put them in, you know, different spots, you know, put one in, the, in my son's backpack. So I know where the hell he at yes, sir. at all yes. times, you know, so, you know, there's some, there's some definitely huge uh, benefits to technology, but unfortunately, man, I, I feel like for a society standpoint from a social interaction, it may have taken a decline. So, yeah. hey, Keith, can I kind of? I know we're getting kind of low on time, but can I just throw something in? Absolutely. 
So I know we've been talking about like the disconnect between social media, how do you approach people and all that kind of stuff. One topic that I've been hearing coming up on a lot of, um, I want to say like non-red pill nigga shit and like also like non-manosphere, like toxic masculinity stuff is a big criticism of the people who aren't about that is we don't ever tell like young men that are trying to figure it out how to approach people or what to do, how to talk to women or anything like that. So, I mean, like, can we take just a couple of minutes, just throw some wholesome game out there? Like, how do you actually do it? Oh, man. Like, without being like, you know, because I feel like after the whole V2 thing, the people got way overcorrected. Like, I can't talk to women at all. You know, they go, all I'm trying to accuse me, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, bro, just don't come off on that, uh, like, weird person energy like a creepy stalker type mouth and like okay maybe just go in with no being an acceptable answer oh bro i I can actually i'm gonna jump in really really quickly on this um the the first thing i'll say i remember this young lady was just like a regular friend but one day she told me she said you know the thing that i like about you the most is that you're really comfortable in being yourself and I was like, wow, okay. So what? how I interpret that is there are a few practical things, and, and people probably don't talk about this, but one, find out the things that you're actually interested in. If you're not a very interesting person, read more. Uh, what What are your actual hobbies? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, who what are, are you hobbies? outside of the game, who, right? Right. Like, if... If you like to go, you know, to the park, go to the park more. There are other people who like the park. If you like to cycle, uh, I, I like to cycle. I have been on my bike in two years, but I like to cycle. Um, so basically what I'm saying is be interesting to yourself. Better yourself. You know, work on your mental health. Work on your physical health. Um, you know, work on your your diet. So basically the solution is the more confident you are in being yourself, the better you are potentially as, as a candidate or a mate, in my opinion, yeah. because we've all seen it. We've seen, we've seen different approaches. I remember one of my favorite types of, of dudes to hang out with was the thirsty dude. Yes. I know that's slightly problematic because I was there to laugh. Like, you know, he would set a goal. Hey, we're going to go to the mall. And then at the end of the trip, everybody's talking. Hey, how many numbers you get me? Like zero to one. That was my number. Every month. Zero to one. But I got like 15. Okay. He got 15. But what what was his percent? What was his efficiency percentage? Well, I hollered at 150 young ladies there and I got 15. <laughs> so to me, I did good. That's true. But, hey, that's a real percentage. Am I lying, Keith? So 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 what I'm saying is I, I think it goes back to to self-confidence, self-esteem, uh, focusing on those things. And and those those always work because you know the I think I think back in the, back in the nineties, you know, dudes would you know you see all these these fake pickup lines and all that. You know, my favorite one I used to always laugh at was the noticing you one. You know, I noticed you noticing me, and I want to put you on notice that I noticed you too. You know, I I, I love I love that one. That one always makes me laugh. But in in real life, that's not what we've seen works. Like what David just said that. That thing that David said, I can't talk like David, so I can't say that. But that thing that David said when he introduced himself, that is him. It comes across as him being himself. Me, you know, I'll probably lead with a joke. That's right. just... I was just about to say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, hey, females like to laugh. That's it. Right. Right. If you get them laughing, you in You in there. You in there. Right. Nah. So that's 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 always been my, my MO. Um, and then, you know, honestly, like to... 
to Mike's point, stay in your lane. That's basically what <laughs> That's I'm trying it. to say. That's, That's it. it, Keith. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Like, don't don't try to pretend to be nobody. Uh-uh. You ain't. Like, That's it. As That's long as you problem. do that. Now, does that mean every, you know, prospect that you come across going to be feeling you? No. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I was 0 for 11 freshman year. I'm telling <laughs> hey. you right now. Hey. Like, 0 for 11 player, you know. But, hey, I was myself. I was my genuine hey. self. And honestly, like, you know, I was joking with Lowe about it earlier. It's amazing how many of them will circle back and be like, you know, I used to like you, but da 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 And then I just play that Mike Jones back then. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want me. Want me. Nah, nah, I, nah, they all want me. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. My brother used to tell me, though, he was like, right. um, you know, you might not be the flyest dude out there, but you know, keep your hair cut, you know, find your style, dress all right. You ain't gotta be buying yeah. like hundred dollar shirts and that kind of stuff. Uh mm. somebody gonna like you. And I didn't oh. get that for a long time. Right. He, he tried you. you. Why couldn't you be the flyest dude out there? No, no. The thing is authenticity. Being authentic, bro. That's bro, I promise you, I would rock t-shirts, flip-flops, and swim trunks with straw hats, bro. Just be weird, just on some Dennis Rodman. But I was me. I just didn't care. It's like that I don't care. Dennis Rodman. I didn't no. care what they thought of bro. I would be just wearing the weirdest stuff. I didn't care. Right. And I mean, and, you can't be sloppy. Like you got to put the work in. You can't be smelling bad. You can't be messy. Now, now nah, nah, you got to smell good. Now you. That's nah, basic nah, hygiene, that. though. Yeah, that's nah, that's nah, hygiene. <laughs> but like Keith was saying, you don't have to be somebody else. There's no, somebody out there that's no. gonna like you. It might not be everybody. But there's somebody that's gonna like you. Right. Nowadays, just the fact that a matter that you could walk up to a woman and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. That's why you look beautiful. You look amazing today. Make sure she wanna talk to you first, though. <laughs> I got, I got, I got another point. Understand, and, and and this might take some research. This might take some trial and error. Understand who is attracted to you. Yes, right. Your market, oh, yeah. yes. your market, and and where you fall. Like, like, I, I case in point. I was literally talking with my wife about this. I and, and y'all, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I'm in love with. Uh, oh, I'm a very, very, very attracted to curvy, voluptuous, thick women. Right. Mm-hmm. Thick. Right. Hey, man. Exactly. But I'm a I'm a thick brother. You feel me? Broad chested. <laughs> yes. Got sir. a stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 more that. Uh, uh, oh, what my boy! Uh, shout out to uh, Big John. He had that shirt on that said "Chuff." Chuff it and <laughs> that's you funny. That's, 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 that, that's me. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you. At least when I was in school and I was trying to holler at the thick one, they don't. They don't really. That ain't. That ain't. They. They tight. They usually like them skin. That them slim, <laughs> kind of physically cut slim brothers. I realized the petite ones for whatever reason. That was my lane. And so that's how yeah, that's it kind of all plays itself out. Is it so opposites, right? It's, it's yeah, opposite yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's whatever works for you. And, well, no, uh, no, for real though, gents. Like seriously, like honestly, these young cats just every day find somebody that's beautiful that you think is attractive, and just hey, you're beautiful. Don't don't even try to highlight it. Just building up them reps. Now I know how to talk to them. Hey, you're beautiful With, without even saying nothing. A lot of times they'll come chasing you just because you had that interaction with them. True. And then 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 didn't expect nothing from it. You know what I'm saying? But just letting them know, hey, look, I acknowledge you, and you know what I'm saying? You you look amazing with what you put on today. 
I mean, it don't hurt to put yourself out there every now and then, you know, in 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 a, in a friendly context. Because you know, yeah. if you're walking down the alleyway in the middle of the night, maybe not the best place to say that kind of thing. But yeah, you know, if it's like you know, you want your classmates, you see them every day, and you think that you look nice. Hey, I think you look nice. That kind of stuff. Be not threatening about it. Absolutely, <laughs> you're absolutely stunning, ma'am. Have a great day. <laughs> Third and last tip: Don't come on too strong. Yes. Don't don't. Don't come on thirsty. Don't be super strong. By the second, third interaction, girl, you know I, I, I. No, no, no. What they call that on back. <laughs> exactly. Pull it back. Pull it back. Even if you might feel that way, don't, don't, you know, mm. let it, let it naturally grow into that. Don't, don't go in hard. I'm speaking from experience. Yes. So, so, so you, sh- you shouldn't come in like you on commission? Listen, listen, I, I see right now. I see how you doing. What you got going on right now? What you got going on next week? What you got going on two weeks from now? No. You available, man. free? You know, what you doing right now? Let's go to lunch. Come on. How many kids? Oh, after, after lunch, uh, how many kids you got? <laughs> you should really go in thinking like, and not not like you want to show interest, but you also want to kind of show like, yo, this is, this is, this is, this is me casually like, yo, if it happened, cool. If it don't, not to say I don't care, but at the same time, hey. I'm good. I'm good if, if, if we go exactly if we go our separate ways. So that's and how then, you got to approach it. And I'll just throw my last little bit in, and uh, I'm telling myself a little bit. And I'm be straight up. You know, I was on some real nice, nice guy energy earlier in my life. You know, high school through early most most of college, and I really had to kind of have a reckoning with myself because. It's a lot of dudes that feel like, oh, because, you know, I treat women nice or I'm a nice guy. I do things um, that are good for people. I'm not an asshole. I'm not a jock or anything like that. that. That somehow entitles you to a young lady's time or their body or something like that. And it's like, no, people have a right to say no whenever they want for whatever reason that they want. Right. And uh, I used to get really upset and very bitter about because um, I didn't I didn't consider myself lucky. Like I wasn't getting some of the, the opportunities that, that I saw some other friends. There was one guy, I just tell a real quick story. You know, I we was out playing disc golf and you know this is relatively recent and uh I was like we went to a brewery and he went to go buy a, a you know a, a, a frisbee, one of the little disc golf things. And you know the girl behind the counter, you know, she works there. She sells these things. She just like, oh you know what's this? What, what's the difference between all these I'm like, Charlie, you sell these things. And I, after we walked out, I was like, you know, she was like 30 seconds away from giving you her number, right? He was like, oh, I don't even know. He's been married for a long time. So he has a game. <laughs> and it's like a lot of that is just being open to opportunities and not like being so fixated on things working out the way you think they should work out and just being a pleasant person, having pleasant interactions with people. And if they give you the signs that they're interested, that's being it. comfortable enough to communicate your mutual interest. That's it. That's key. And then yeah. even if you're not sure, if you're like, hey, I actually want to communicate this interest to this person, and they say, oh, I'm not really that interested in it, okay, that's fine. And don't get upset. Don't be like, oh, you know, you, I'm such a great guy. You know, you should you'd be lucky to have me. Nah, none of that stuff. Just, you know, hey, if it don't work out, it don't work out. But be open and be, just try to live life and, you know, be a happy person. Because being when you're a happy person, you attract people too. That's it. That's it. I want to talk about the, the confused, the... One day I would love for us to talk about the theory of the nice guy, because the, the whole the, like the self-proclaimed nice guy, you know, that person can go a lot of different ways. They can become incel stalkers, all those things. But anyway, mass, but, uh, mass murderers. I, I would love to talk about that one day. 
That made me think of that insecure episode when uh old girl said, You a fuck nigga that think you a good nigga. <laughs> oh, that was a shit. That hit so hard. She was one percent right about that. He was that so is good. our next episode. That is definitely our next episode. <laughs> that made me think. I was like, no, I was a fuck nigga shit. <laughs> exactly. So Hey, man, love y'all brothers, man. Appreciate y'all so much. I love when we come together and be able to just chop it up, um, both talk serious and fun, spit knowledge, and uh, you know, be a blessing unto our listeners. And so to everybody that's tuning into this episode, man, we love y'all. Shout out to everybody across the globe, across the states. Man, appreciate y'all so much for rocking with us for this long, man. I mean, it's, it's truly a blessing to be on this platform and to be able to have these type of conversations. As always, feel free to stop by our social media at our Facebook and our Instagram at FYFpod. Uh, you can hit us up on our email address, FYFpod at gmail.com. I will not mention our phone number, point blank, period. I'm not checking voicemails. Don't do it. All right. Right, right. So, hey, man, God bless y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all to death. And until the next one, y'all take care. Y'all be safe out there. your feelings podcast statement that's actually a question about faith family fatherhood friendship and everything in between my biggest thing for me as a person is always ask people can you make your point without disparaging someone else and deal with that it you know what i'm saying instead of going and, and doing the feel good because it's easy to do the feel good but it's hard to deal with that it everybody always forgets the first part of that amendment about you know there being a responsibility that comes along with this right. After 25 and before 25, you know, there's there's a level of clarity at you know, at least I have experienced a level of clarity. Oh, name one. You can't you can't name one. Spanish American War, Vietnam, World War One, World War Two, Civil War on both sides. Common blood, common kinship, common everything. People who worshiped alongside each other in church for years. And now all of a sudden have quote unquote picked the side.